So the question is, which is better? Having people sign up for your email list with a freebie or with a paid event or product? Listen in as I give you the pros and cons of each strategy. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the She's Building a Dream podcast. I'm Kristen, and I am thrilled that you are here. I've been an online business owner for over seven years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. Now I focus on helping online business owners like you learn how to create and design online courses that actually get their students results, which in turn will showcase you as the expert you are, create a bigger impact, and increase your income. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram while also tagging me at She's Building a Dream so we can celebrate the work you are doing. Together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. So just like social media and the clothing industry, there are trends in the online marketing world. It can be easy to hop on a trend and think it's the magic ticket or the magic bullet for business growth. But the thing is, there really is no magic ticket. If you've been around in business for a while, you know that there is no one single strategy or one single thing that can help your business blow up. It takes consistency and mastery to keep going and going and going. So we need to be strategic in what strategy we try to use to grow our audience as that is an important part of growing our businesses. And this episode is all about the differences between free and paid list growth strategies and which one is better. Now, I'm not going to tell you which one is better because I don't believe there is such a thing. We just need to be strategic in what strategy we use. Now, I've used both types of list growing in my business, but I want to give you some insight as to what purpose each type serves. So Kind of a spoiler alert, but I'm going to tell you that you need both types of strategies in your business. We do weigh heavily more so on one type, and I will tell you more about it in a little bit. So we heavily weigh more on one, but I believe that both of them need to be a part of your business. So there is no right way or wrong way. It's all about the people in your audience and where they find you in the journey. It's really more about where are they in the journey and what do they need from you right now. Some people might come to you because they want to kind of test you out. They want to test out what you do, what your style is like. They're kind of curious about what you have to offer. Whereas some people are ready to jump in with both feet. And we need to make sure that we are actually accessible for both types of people in our audience because there is a time and place for both types. So first, I want to preface this by saying that in the last year, we have not run any ads to freebie list growth. It's happened naturally by people finding me through social media, or maybe we're running ads for some content or our workshops, and people are seeing that and they are thinking, I kind of want to know what she's talking about, or I kind of want to test her out, and they only go to my website and find my freebie. Or maybe they found my podcast, or maybe they found my blog, or maybe they found me through Google, and they're just kind of curious. They just want to kind of test the waters. Not everyone is going to be ready to hand over their credit card and give you something, even if it's only a couple dollars, even if it's one dollar. I've seen people say, I'm just going to offer a one-day try or one-dollar trial, and that will actually bring in more people. It does not matter the amount. It matters on where we are meeting people at and what they are willing to commit to. So we have not run any ads, as I said, to freebies in our list growth strategy this year. However, we've had hundreds of people 
find me just by seeing my ads, seeing my content, kind of poking around on my website, poking around on my blog, finding maybe my podcast. And they find me and they want to learn more. They're kind of curious, but maybe they're just not in the right place to go all in. Then they sign up for my freebie. And that is okay. So there are many pros and cons to just doing freebies, but I do not recommend only doing one strategy. I do not recommend. I always, I'm always an advocate of doing one thing and doing one thing well, but this is the something that I will tell you that you need both of. You need a freebie and you need a paid offer, a small paid offer. There are pros and cons to both, and I'm going to share those with you now. So the freebie list growth, let's talk more about that first. Like having a freebie to grow your list, what are the pros of that? Well, people can sign up with no commitment. Maybe they just want to test the waters and decide if what you do will help them. They want to know, hey, can this person really help me? Or what is their style about? Or what are they even talking about? So people want to have kind of a low commitment. All they are committing with is their email address. It helps people to get to know you a little bit more. It helps them to get to know your strategy, to see if they actually even enjoy how you talk or what you say or how you teach or what you present, that kind of thing. Or maybe sometimes we grab a freebie because it's just something that a small little problem we need to solve right now. So this pro, a pro also of a freebie is that it works well when people are on the go and they don't have their payment info ready. I've had people say that to me. They've said, Kristen, I was going to sign up for your workshop, but I wasn't in a place where I had my credit card available. So I signed up for your freebie on purpose so that I would get your emails and remember to sign up for the workshop when I had my credit card ready. Okay. So sometimes people just need that little stepping stone to kind of get a little bit closer to our paid offers. Now, the cons of freebie list growth, and this is more kind of pertaining to people that only do freebie list growth. Now, when I first started an online business in online marketing, people said, you need to have a thousand people on your list. And once you have a thousand people, you'll have lots of clients. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Maybe it did back then, or maybe it did several years ago. It was easier to get people on your email list and nurture them and show them your call link or show them your program and they'd want to sign up. But now the market is very different. So we have to be a little bit more strategic in thinking that. And I don't want to sugarcoat that because that is not the truth. There is no magical number. Now, there is definitely a conversion rate when we want to have people sign up for our email list. Once they see the landing page, then they sign up on the landing page, and then they keep going further. There are certain metrics that we need to hit in order to determine if it's valid or not. So I'm not saying that you can have 1,000 or 10 people. It doesn't matter. It does matter. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm not saying that when you all of a sudden have a thousand people on your list, you'll be raking in clients because that's not really the case, okay? So when we talk about the freebie list growth, we're talking about now the cons of it. So when somebody is only doing a freebie, it is a small commitment level. The only thing that people need to get that piece of information from you is their email address. And you know what? They can unsubscribe any time. You have to legally give people the ability to unsubscribe anytime. That means you're using an email marketing software that automatically puts that little link at the bottom of someone's email that says unsubscribe now, right? So it gives them permission to open up that first email with your freebie and hit unsubscribe. It happens to everyone, okay? People just want that little thing. They don't want to hear any more from you. They just want your freebie. So it's a very small commitment level for someone. 
Also, a lot of times, something that people don't really tend to talk about a lot is that when we have freebies, it brings in people who are just curious. They're curious on how you do things. Or maybe they are in the same industry and they're kind of just poking around. They're kind of being nosy. They want to see how you do something. They want to see how you position something. They want to see how you're talking to your audience. So it's kind of a vanity number, right? It's kind of a vanity vanity metric, just like on Instagram. Those followers don't necessarily mean anything. So that kind of happens with email list growth as well. We bring in people who are just curious. They're not necessarily our ideal student. And this is what I kept seeing time and time again when I was only focused on growing my email list with a freebie. Now, again, I recommend having a freebie, but not only focusing on that freebie because that's what was happening to me. I was getting people in my email list that were not committed. They were not committed to getting the result that I can offer. Most times what happens is they read the first email, they get the goodie, and then they leave. Or they get the emails in their inbox and they don't read them or they delete them every time. I'm sure you've done it too. I'm sure you've signed up for a freebie and you just don't have the time to watch or listen to something. Or you don't have time to read these emails that someone sends every day. So we've kind of changed up our strategy a little bit in the last year. In the last year, we have run ads to paid content 10 out of the 12 months. And this has filled my list with 75% being buyers. That means 75% of the people on my list have bought something from me. And this has no doubt changed my business completely because I have a following, an email list of people who've committed to wanting the result that I give. It's not filled with people who are curious. It's not filled with people who we call our tire kickers, meaning that they don't actually ever take action. I still have those, of course, but I have less of them. So when you have buyers in your audience, more buyers than freebie seekers, you have people that are going to buy more of your products and services than you do if they are only signing up for your cheat sheet or your checklist or your 10 steps. Okay. And this has no doubt changed my business. Now we have three paid offers that have led to that on my email list. And I'm going to tell you those quick, just because you probably are curious. So one of them is my magic course map, and we have had over 700 people purchase that as of today's date, which is phenomenal and exciting. We are working on making that product much better and um, kind of fixing it up because it was almost an experiment for me, and obviously it blew things up. So the magic course map, I also have the course mapping workshop that I host several times a year, and that workshop we charge for a ticket. We'll talk about that a different day, but there is a reason why I charge for a ticket. And it kind of goes back to what we're talking about with the free versus paid subscribers, because I find the people that pay me for a ticket, even though the ticket at right now at the time of this recording is $27, they still are more committed than people that come in for free. Way more committed, meaning they show up, they do the work, they look for feedback, they want coaching, they want information. And then the third offer that we have is my signature program called the Effective Course Creator. And the majority of people that come into the Effective Course Creator have found me through the Magic Course Map or the Course Mapping Workshop. So it's been a stepping stone for them to decide, do they like me or do they not? Do they like how I teach or do they not? Do they like my style or not? And I've had people that have said they don't like my style. And you know what? I'm okay with that because we're not for everybody. But I've also had people that said, You have provided more value in this $27 workshop than in an actual course. So people will say they got a lot of value out of it. So we're not talking about pricing here. 
That's not what we're talking about. That's not the topic of this conversation. The topic is getting more committed, higher quality level people in your audience and on your email list that you can present to them more of what you offer. This isn't a sneaky tactic either. This is just simply making sure that we're weeding out the people that are not committed so that we are serving at a higher level. When we have a more focused person to serve, when we have more people that are wanting to be served, that are wanting those results in our audience, it changes the game for everything. The last time I held a course mapping workshop, the audience in there was phenomenal, amazing. I have never seen more committed people in any of my workshops or webinars or challenges or anything ever before. And I really, really attest to that being that we charged them a ticket for coming in and they were highly committed people. Okay, I've done lots of challenges, lots of webinars, lots of workshops, all sorts of things. And I really should probably go back and count how many I've done and see how many I've truly done. But this one has been by far my favorite because I get to have high level conversations with people. It changes the game. So whether you have people come onto your list for $7, 17 27 you know, the whole seven thing, if whatever you charge them, they will be more committed than someone you didn't charge at all. Okay. This isn't about what we should price it at, right? As I said that, this is more about having a higher level person in your audience and having somebody that's more committed. So the pros of a paid list growth strategy, I've kind of already said some of them because as you can probably tell in my voice, I'm very passionate about this just because I've seen what it's done for my business. Now, one of the things I actually do not have in my notes, but I want to bring this up. When you have a paid list strategy, when you are growing your list with people that are paying you, and even if it's only $7, even if it's only $17, that does something completely different to your mindset. And that is something people don't talk about either. When you are feeling like, yes, people want to pay me for my knowledge, it feels completely different than when you have just people kind of signing up for your webinar, your free webinar. So when you have people that are committing to signing up and they are giving you money, even if it's $7, it feels so different. You feel more like an expert and your mindset is so much better. You can show up so much better for those people. Okay. It's not always about the money because truthfully, my, our paid growth, our paid list growth strategy usually just pays for advertising. It's not really about profit but it also brings higher quality people into my list. So then that way, when I do have a service or a product or a coaching program that I offer, like the Effective Course Creator, we have a higher conversion rate. We have more people that convert there than we have on a webinar. For instance, the last time I launched the Course Mapping Workshop, our conversion rate was 9%. If you know anything about industry standard, that is really high. Most people will say convert it 2%. So we are happy to keep offering paid things for people that want to commit, that want to go all in. We are holding them accountable. So the pros of this paid list growth strategy is filling your list with people who are committed to what you do. It isn't your aunt. It isn't your grandma. It isn't your brother. It's the people that are in your audience. It isn't the curious people. It isn't the people who are spying on you. It fills your list with people who are committed to what you do. And those people are committed because they're looking for the result that you are offering. They are committed to that result. 
And that's why they are there. So that brings a higher level of commitment, even if it's only a $7 product. It also gets rid of those people that are spying, like I just said, and it makes them want to consume the info or the product because they paid for it. They have something on the line. They have something that they need to get a return on. They need a return on their investment. So they're going to, they're more likely to spend the time in your workshop or it, with your product or something like that because they have a level of commitment. Okay. There are a couple of cons that I kind of wanted to bring up real quick talking about the paid list growth strategy because this is kind of what happened to me this year. Some two big learning things that I have had to overcome this year while doing this paid list growth strategy. When you have the paid list growth strategy, you have more customer service to handle. When somebody tries to download your freebie, they don't necessarily email you if they don't find it. If somebody pays you for a product and they can't find the login in their email, they will email you and ask for that login. And a lot of times what happens actually in our customer service is that people have typed in their email incorrectly. Instead of Gmail, they put Gmail. Com. And that is a customer service thing for us. We have to go in and we have to change all the things to make sure that they are getting the emails, to make sure they are getting access to the, por- to the portal, getting access to the product and all that. So that does, having that paid list growth strategy does require more time with customer service. And that is something I was not prepared for last year. It's just, I just didn't think about it. So I really wanted to bring it up showing you that you are going to have to have systems in place for that customer service and how is your team or how are you going to handle that when people are emailing you saying, I didn't get the product I paid for or I wanted to buy just this product, but in your funnel, I somehow accidentally bought this other product and people will ask for refunds. That's an also a big part of it. So you have to decide what is that going to look like for you, okay? The other thing too is that you will have more students to house in your portal. So if you're using a program like Kajabi like me, you only have so many students you can have on your plan. And then after that, you have to upgrade your plan. So that's something else to be thinking about. It's more of a long-term thing, thinking back to what is it going to look like when I have more people that I have to manage, more people on my email list, more people in my portal. That means you might have to pay a higher fee for those softwares. But hey, it means that people are going to buy your higher ticket offer or your group code coaching program or your course, then it's worth it. It's worth having to house them and having to pay more for more subscribers. So with that, I hope that this was really helpful for you because this is a a topic that I've talked about a lot with the effective course creators, the people in the program. We've talked about free or having a gateway for people to come in. Do you only give content for people with your name and email address or how do you do that? And I just wanted to kind of show and talk about this because it has completely changed my business this past year doing a paid list growth strategy with a free list growth strategy. So I highly recommend you checking it out, thinking about it. And if you want to see what I'm doing, you can check out my magic course map or the course mapping workshop, and you can see those in the show notes and find all about the good things that we have to offer you this year. So take care and I hope to see you again soon.